Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. All right, 4 o'clock hour. Don't forget, we've still got this chance for you to win a four-day pair of four-day passes and a camping spot to see the Welcome to Rockville Music Festival at Daytona Beach International Speedway. So Foo Fighters, Jelly Roll, Motley Crue, uh, a really great lineup. If you want to get in the contest, just text the word BEACH to 20357. You can do that right now. Text BEACH to 20357, and then you'll be entered. If you want more info, just go to WQAM.com, click on contest. We're going to talk with Doug Plagans in the next segment, so that'll be your cat talk, but I'll give you an official uh, cat talk. Hockey fans, don't sit this one out. When it's game time, make Celsius a part of your play and get that energy up. Game day is fueled by Celsius Essential Energy Drinks, the official energy drink of the Florida Panthers. It's Panthers and Blues tonight from the Amarant Bank Arena. Sergei Bobrovsky in net for the Cats and uh, puck drops 7 p.m. You can hear the game here on 560 WQAM, but we will talk some Panthers in the next segment with Doug Plagans. Let us get headlines here for the 4 o'clock hour with Alejandro Solana. They're driven by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Supercenter. Why buy your truck at a car store, Palmetto Ford? We know trucks. A couple uh, things happening tonight. As Hawk mentioned, Panthers, Blues, Canes, Hoops in action versus Stonehill. And then Rams play the Saints tonight. Thursday night football. Rams and Saints. Mm-hmm. Let's see. You want to guess what the line is, Crowder? Mm, Rams by In two. LA. Rams are four-point favorite. Four. Rams, Rams are playing. Matt Stafford is playing dumb for the last three, yeah. four weeks. Yeah. Uh-huh. Does that mean – is What's he playing the Dolphins good? Line? Is he playing bad? Like, I couldn't tell by what – is is Matt Stafford playing good? You playing haven't learned these bonnets by is good. now. Come on. Oh, okay. Cash rules, cash rules, everything around me. Cash rules. Get the money. Yeah. <laughs> dollar, dollar bill, y'all. How great would that have been if he said that in response? That would have been all time, right? You know what? You know what's funny? And I didn't want to call him out because I love Josie. He rattles off every white comedian for 30 years. <laughs> like, I yelled George Carlin halfway through it because I was like, I know this is on your team. <laughs> It's like Rodney Dangerfield. I'm like, Rodney Dangerfield, he's better than Richard Pryor? Oh, Rodney's in the argument. (laughs) No respect. Hey, that's an excellent uh, joke, Jimmy. Dolphins are one-point favorites, by the way, over the Cowboys. That's gone from what? Mm. Pick them to Dolphins were two-point favorites at one point or no? I saw them at one and a half. 
on one on half. Tuesday, maybe when we were talking about it. Man, is it what's the is it supposed to be? Is it beautiful on Sunday? Uh, let's see. You want to guess what the over under is? I'm gonna guess the weather's gonna be fine. Gonna be fine. Um, yeah, 50, 52. 50. 50? Yeah. Yeah, it's a nice, it's going to be a really nice day. Uh, The low will be 67 between 4 a.m. and 5 a.m. The high will be 75 between 1 and 2. Average temperature that day, 70 degrees. They got to run the, Raheem Mostert has to show out. Him, HN, they got to run the hell out the ball after what the Bills did to him last week. Let me see what the uh, rushing props are. He mostered over under is 57 and a half. Von Achan, 46 and a half. Raheem over. Because I don't even think they had, did they have 57 and a half yards rushing as a team last week? The Jets? The Dolphins? No, no, the Dolphins. Of course. Yeah. How many many rushing yards did they have last week? It couldn't have been much more than 57 and a half. Now you're making me rethink it. I got to look at these stats. Yeah, because Raheem did most of his damage in the red zone. He was right in the red zone. Yeah. Um, rushing yards, 77. Yeah. yeah. It's not a ton. 77, Hawk. I mean, what? Uh... Yeah, that, I mean, well, that's got to be some sort of NFL record, no? <laughs> the, the Bills ran for what, 200? Yeah. Two-something last yeah. week? Yeah, I guess that was. But Tua threw for 213, and uh, Josh Allen only threw seven completions for 94 yards. So and he got the game ball. That's ridiculous. Crazy. That is ridiculous. James, James That's a coach Cook. who didn't watch the game. That's a coach who didn't watch the game. James Cook had 221 all-purpose yards, and they give the ball to Josh Allen. That's, uh, that's Stephen A. Smith talking about two a dinking and dunking, you know, three-yard passes. Like, yeah, coach didn't watch. Didn't watch the game. Oh, we won? Here you go, Josh. Killed it. <laughs> Seven completions. Did you guys see, uh, if you haven't, you can uh, look on Twitter. Darren Ravel tweeted out, I sent it to you guys. Connor Bedard and Victor Wembanyama did a uh, like a, 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 an interview with ESPN together. And then they did a little jersey swap. Now, Connor Bedard, he's, he's not a small guy. No. And he's an ass kicker, too. I mean, an NHL superstar will be. And they do a jersey swap. I, I I cannot believe what I'm looking at with the size of Victor Wembanyama. And I don't think I've seen him next to anyone that hasn't amazed me. Yeah. But this to me is, I mean, Connor Bedard, Blackhawks number one pick if you don't follow hockey. Um, Connor Bedard, he, he looks like a, a middle schooler. A <laughs> child. Right? <laughs> it's crazy. crazy. When I saw him next to Shaq, it kind of showed me all I need to see. That was Shaq wild. probably couldn't believe it because he's never he, he just doesn't have to look up at anyone. He was looking at Victor's collarbone and Shaq seven two. Crazy. They've been they've been holding Webby down a little bit lately, though. Now, nah, he's been playing. Listen, he's been playing well. Does Greg Popovich has to go? Does Ben uh, Ben Volan? I was gonna say Ben Volan has to go. This. Uh, Belichick. So Belichick has to go. <laughs> 12, 15, 13, 17 points. He's 7, 10. Who do you think? I stink. 
Who do you think weighs the more? Guy, the guy stinks. He stinks. <laughs> <laughs> Who weighs more, Connor Bedard or Victor Wembanyama? That that's a good question. <laughs> it's it's possible Equal. that Bedard weighs more. No, there's no. a. I mean, Wemby, just his skeleton has to weigh two hundred and sixty pounds. <laughs> Just the bones. <laughs> so what? You're giving his the rest of his body, muscles, skin, all combined, like another ten, another ten, another ten to twelve pounds. Uh-huh. Listen, we didn't say he was thick. We said he was tall. Because hockey players, like the amount they skate, their 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 legs, their thighs, their groins, uh, their calves are all massive. I would bet one of Connor Bedard's legs weighs at least as much as Wemby's torso. Everything above his torso. <laughs> Stop it. They have massive groins. <laughs> what, what are you talking about? Ask Doug Plagans. <laughs> <laughs> I'll ask him. Uh, compared to an average groin. <laughs> have massive. Oh, but, Hog, it's funny. We do it every day walking out of when the – We walk uh, through that tunnel, and these hockey players, they're not in uniform. They're just playing hacky yeah. sack and soccer down in the tunnel. And it's like – that's why when I look at this picture of Bedard and Wemby, like we see a bunch of Bedards every time we walk through that tunnel at the <laughs> arena. And they don't – like they, they're big hulking men. They are huge humans. It's still we've been going there for damn near a decade, and it still surprises me walking past those visiting teams. You guys saw Tommy DeVito, Tommy Cutlets. He filed for two trademarks. I did. Yeah. So according to a trademark attorney, DeVito filed for Tommy Cutlets and passing Paisano. Both Let me of tell which, you something. if of you course. don't jump in with Crowder powder. Try to get in with this Tommy Cutlets. I mean, nothing makes mm. his chicken cutlets a little better than some Crowder powder. You reach out to that agent. See that agent? He's as popular as uh, Tommy DeVito. You get Johnny in touch with that agent. You got a collabo here that will be talked about for decades. I just send the text to my marketing company. Thank there you, you go. You get no cut. Because what, what would make uh, a Tommy Cutlet taste even better? Crowder powder. A little Crowder powder. Bingo. And the collab writes itself. Nah. It's done. These guys keep it within the family. You know what I mean? Well, I'm gonna tell you Crowder's this. got a little Italian in him. Huh. Hey. <laughs> you see? I mean, what more? You don't need twenty one in me. I mean, listen to that. Hey, can yeah. you do it? Can you do it? Can you do the? Hey, the hand? hey. yeah. Right. Now is you can't get out. <laughs> favorite. That's one of the best scenes that's, in film history. That's awesome. That's all. It's just that line in itself. Now you can't get out. <laughs> and he so starts beating good. people in the head with that little leather bat. And they're playing. It's a Rolling Stones. I can't remember what the song is. It's one of the best scenes in film history. You put me on that movie years ago, and I was reluctant to watch it. What's that, The Bronx Tale? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good movie. 
Now you can't get out. We should give that to DBJ. <laughs> now you can't get out. Now you can't get out. Inter-Miami, they released their schedule along with the rest of the MLS. First game and the start of the first full messy Inter-Miami season. Remember, he joined midway this past oh, season. Zach Krantz correcting us on text. It's now you can't leave. Now you can't leave. Now you can't leave. That's, that's yeah. boy. I got to get one. What's some little leather bats called? I got to get me one of those. Like a billy club? Is that a – but the billy club is the big wooden one. They had like a – he had like a leather head popper. He did? I thought it was just like a belt or something that he wrapped around his hand. No, it was – I don't – it was like a little leather with a big ball mm. on top. I got to get me one of them. Talk to Tommy Cutlets when you're signing your deal, your uh, cross-marketing agreement. Hey, yeah. Uh... Hey, I got let's uh Inter Miami opens her season Feb twenty first with an eight PM home game against Real Salt Lake. Training camp opens January tenth. We're almost all there, right. gentlemen. Um all right, quickly, Dolphins notes. Tyree Kill back at practice today. Remember, he's four hundred and fifty eight yards shy from breaking the two thousand yard mark. So what do they have? They have three games left. Yeah. So what does that work out to be? A hundred what? One hundred and fifty-two per game. It could happen. It's not going to happen. It could happen. It's not going to happen. <laughs> All right. We seem but to it be could. at loggerheads here. We seem to be at loggerheads. <laughs> I want it to happen, but it's not going to happen. Unfortunately, it's All just right. not going to happen. Hmm. Five hundred and how many yards? 458. Oh, see, it's even 100 yards less than I thought. It could happen. It could happen. It could happen. Don't do, But don't do this. Like, I want it to happen, but don't do this because if he goes for 152 yards the final three games, mm-hmm. he better win that MVP award. He better win that MVP award. That's crazy. Oh. Three straight games, well, 152 that's a yards. Argument. You're having a different argument. I'm not. I'm just won't. saying, like, it's not going to happen. That, 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 nope. That's crazy. That's crazy numbers. Because if he goes 150, three games in a row, that means Tua goes 280-plus, three games in a row, Tua will have 5,000-plus yards. Right. Then you, have, then you have a legit argument. Yeah. You know what? What's, and, what's the uh, receiving yards record in one game? Could he get it in one game? ha, <laughs> ha. <laughs> How many yards did you say, Solana? 458? Yeah. I don't know. I know there's a game where Randy Moss had three catches, three touchdowns, 160 or something crazy like that. Oh, my God. I can't even believe. Most dominating single game NFL performances. If it's Jarvis Landry, (laughs) I'm walking (laughs) off this show. I mean, could, do you guys want to do want to try to guess? I I don't even think I've ever heard of this guy. So okay, so this is just a rando that had an unbelievable game. I, maybe not. Maybe it, this is well before my time. So maybe it's not a rando, and he could be an NFL legend. And I'm I'm just not aware of him. But this guy mm-hmm. had 336 receiving yards in an NFL game, and he scored a touchdown in the Rams' overtime win over the Saints in November 26, 1989. 1989, so he played the Rams? Los Angeles Rams. So this is L.A. Rams pre-St. Louis Rams. Right, right. Was he white? I don't know. Mm. What's his first name? Well, then you're well, not going to give it away. 
I need, so it's a, I he's not a white. Ram. He's not white. A Ram okay. from the 80s. Mm-hmm. This was in 1989. A black Ram mm-hmm. from the 80s. He's not white. Right. But that doesn't mean he's black. He's black. <laughs> a Polynesian Ram no. from the <laughs> no. 90s. It's a black Ram uh-huh. from 89. Hey, who's throwing to him? Like Vince Ferragamo? And if this helps, he went to Cal. He went to Cal. Eric Dickerson. No. <laughs> Paul Warfield. <laughs> Play for the Dolphins. Yeah, I don't know. What... He played for somebody else, too. He did. Just guessing. Yeah. Charlie Moore. No. Charlie Joyner. Oh, no. No. Hmm. All right, who was it? Because we're going to run out of time here. Flipper and Anderson. I could, I could. Oh, that's funny. I got a text from Brett over at Canesware, mm-hmm. and it said Flipper. And I thought he was goofing around like it was the Dolphins mascot, Flipper. <laughs> like I, I, I literally thought he was goofing around, and it's Flipper Anderson? Flipper Anderson. That's funny. Yeah, I've never three, heard of him. 330? 336. How many catches? I don't know. He better not be Jarvis Landry. 336 <laughs> like on 19 catches. 27 catches. <laughs> I'll look Somebody it up Somebody says here. QB was Jim Everett at that time. Yeah, I don't know. I have to look up the game. 336 nah, receiving yards. So if Tyreek does that the next three games, that's almost 1,000 yards, to be quite honest. <laughs> Killing it. It can be done. You want to take back your statement, Solana? He's not going to do it. I hope he does. I'm not being a hater. I want Tyreek to do it. It's just not three three straight games of 150 yards is that's that's dumb. That's dumb. Yeah, yeah. But it you could have, have one game of 220, another game of 90. Like that, yeah. you need one outlier, in my opinion. You need one outlier game for 200 plus yards, which could be done. He's going to have 200 plus yards against three really good defenses. Like which which, well, one, which ones problem. is it going to happen? That's, that's the rub. That's why he wanted to play Sunday against the Jets, I'm guessing. Right. Yeah. And I and I just went on for 5 minutes about how the Dolphins need to run the ball against the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm leaning towards that not going to do it. I'll say anything. I don't <laughs> Uh, your weather from the Demesman and Dover Law Firm. Call them 866-954-MORE. YourAccidentAttorneys.com. Partly cloudy in the low 70s. That is your weather. All right, Doug Plagans will join us from the Ameren Bank Arena. Getting ready for a little Panthers hockey tonight. He will join us in a moment. You're listening to the Hawk and Crowder Show. Puentes Las Pilas. Hawk and Crowder. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, 
They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Doug Plagans is the radio voice for the Florida Panthers. Panthers host the Blues tonight. You can hear Plagans, Billy Lindsay on the call right here on 560 WQAM. 7 p.m. puck drop in sunrise. I'm guessing, Plagans, you're happy to be home. Very happy to be home. That was a long trip, and it's a good one to have out of the way. We've talked about it a lot, but I think, you know, as time goes on, we'll look back at that one and say it's a good thing that one is in the rear view. It's a lot easier later in the season when you get into a playoff race, the games get magnified. It's a lot easier to be traveling north and south within your own time zone than to be going east and west across time zones. So the fact that the Panthers have that one out of the way, that's certainly a plus. I will admit I'm still admiring the box score from Ram Saints, November 26, 1989, <laughs> Flipper Anderson's big day. That was a wild one. I have some other interesting tidbits on that game if you're intrigued. Please. Yes. Because so the Plagans, Rams... we were talking about it, and Plagans was connected, and he texted me, Man, the Rams really abandoned the run game that day, which probably goes without being said, but you're looking at the actual box score. They didn't just abandon the run game. They abandoned pretty much the whole offense except for Flipper. They they they, only, they won the game 20-17 to 17 in overtime. They only scored two touchdowns in the game, and Jim Everett threw for 336 yards just to Flipper in that game. 15 <laughs> catches. They they only ran 22 run plays, and I'm not sure, like, one of those might have been a sack, I, if, just depending on how it gets put in the box score. Jim Everett was 29 for 51 for 454 and one touchdown in the game. 454 and one touchdown. That's almost impossible to throw for 454 yards and only put up one touchdown but then you'd think, okay, there's six or seven rushing TD. Like they only the, scored. The they only scored two touchdowns. That's crazy. I'm I'm pretty <laughs> sure for def- I know you're into this, Hawk. The I believe the under would have hit in that game. I think the over <laughs> under was 43. There were 37 points. If you said that one quarterback threw for 454 yards, the game went to overtime and it hit the under. It's a different era. Yeah, you'd, you'd say that went flying over. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, why didn't they roll up on Flipper, double team, in and out, do something? This man is the we whole offense. Know, we need to know about the Saints secondary. Well, you know what? what? I tell you, the, the, the coaching matchup was John Robinson and Jim Mora. That's all you need to know. <laughs> Jim Mora. Yep. Playoffs. Do you remember, uh, do you remember the 89 Rams? He knows this stuff. Like, he's got it a – You've got an encyclopedia-style memory when it comes to sports. Do I remember the 89 Rams? Well, do you remember – not that you were around, but do you remember, like, when you look at this game, like, you just know this stuff. I know you're looking at the box score. But, like, I was around. I wasn't necessarily tuned in. I, I'm sure Sam Mills, Ricky Jackson, uh, Jumpy Gathers, and the, the Saints defense weren't thrilled to be giving up That's 336 to Flipper in that game. <laughs> That's what – Jumpy who? Jumpy Gathers, that's how you said his name, right? I would have been four when this game was played. Put Jumpy, put Jumpy on Flipper. We got action. 
<laughs> I have no idea, man. <laughs> Doug, Doug Plagan. So it was, he says, good to put this road trip in the rearview mirror. And it is because it was a rough road trip. Um, they've got the Blues tonight. They've got a little Stanley Cup rematch Saturday afternoon. And uh, I'm guessing everyone's kind of just looking forward to uh, to these couple games and then back on the road again. Am I right? So the Panthers will play these two games, and looking at tonight, interesting one, especially off the start. Uh, talked to Paul Maurice about it earlier today. Uh, the first game back off a long road trip, sometimes that's challenging for a team. Coming back off a long trip, the time zone adjustments, everything like that. And the Panthers are looking to bounce back. Let's not forget they, they didn't get the result they were looking for in Calgary back on Monday night. And then the St. Louis Blues, they – took a thumping in Tampa the other night. They lost 6-1. to one. Wasn't necessarily reflective of how the whole game went. The Blues just, they started poorly and got down early in the game. You get down early and start chasing against Tampa Bay, sometimes bad things can happen. So they're going to be looking to bounce back. They made a coaching change about a week and a half. They had a hard practice yesterday. I'm sure they're going to be challenged by their uh, new coach, their interim coach, uh, ahead of this game here tonight. So both teams certainly with something on the line. So the start of the game is going to be paramount for the Panthers tonight. The game on Saturday, I know everybody's looking forward to a few days off over the Christmas break, but with the Panthers playing Vegas, neither team's going to be looking past that one. I can tell you that. Both teams are going to be up for the first matchup between those two since the cup final back in the spring. So everybody's looking forward to that, and we hope to see everybody out at at least one of these over the next uh, over the next couple of games tonight and then Saturday, and that's a 3 o'clock game on Saturday. The Panthers do go to Tampa for one game on the 27th before they then come back home for a couple of games, one against the Rangers on the 29th and one against Montreal on the 30th. The Panthers always, seems like a, a tradition, the Panthers always have the Rangers and the Canadians coming in around this time of the year. So that'll be right before the turn of the new year. And then the Panthers have really one more long Western trip early in January. They'll hit the road, I believe, we head out on New Year's Day, and that'll be the trip. I'm not sure the particular order, but that's the trip in which the Panthers knock off the uh, trips to Arizona, Vegas, Colorado, St. Louis. And so the Panthers are going to be done with the Mountain and Pacific time zones on their road schedule by the middle of January. And I know that can be a grind right now, but it's really a luxury, and especially considering the Panthers at this very moment, 18-11-2, in a good spot, challenging for the you know for the uh for superiority in the atlantic division so again lots of good things going for the panthers right now and considering they're on a small list of teams who've played 18 road games it's uh it's been uh it's been a tough start schedule wise but the panthers have just handled it great as a team and like i said seven games over 500 they put themselves into a really good spot with a home heavy rest of the way and, Doug, a number of – I read a couple articles, you know, uh, heading into the day, and the thing you said about a fast start, coming off the West Coast road trip, you know, mm. teams historically have a slow start coming off those trips. What is a fast start? Because simply to be like energy, you know, and excitement to, you know, come back and play, I guess jet lag and all that stuff. But does it have to do with coaching as well, like almost having a leg up schematically on the team that's coming in? I think a lot of it is plain and simple, just uh, the energy early on. You, you don't want to take a shift off early, especially being the home team. You want to make sure you can get out there and assert your dominance, possess the puck, get it in deep, and, and put uh, be physical with the other team's defense, plain and simple, generate scoring chances. And that's something this Panthers team has really, even in losses lately, has really had a knack for doing. And that's coming out early and generating 
good quantity volume scoring chances early in uh, early in hockey games. So they're going to look just to keep doing more of that here this evening. And that's one thing about I can tell you this going back to last year, and it was something I talked with Paul Maurice about. That's been kind of the the belief across the league is that coming back from the West Coast, coming back from long trips first game back can be a challenge but the Panthers under Paul Maurice since the start of last season that hasn't really been an issue this team has played some really good games coming home off a long road trip so they'll look for more of the same here tonight Doug Plagans is famously the biggest fan of In-N-Out Burger on the planet and I don't know if you saw this but I immediately thought of you a lot of headlines. In and Out Burger adds to their menu for the first time in five years. Have you seen this story, Plagans? I haven't. I thought you were going to talk about how they the big headline too. They expanded into Idaho for the first time, and that location was about I'd say 15, 20 minutes from where I lived when I when I lived in Idaho. My first job when I entered the the business full time was right out of school uh, in Boise. So that uh, that new location. I was I was like 15 years too early getting there. Possible you'd still be there now had they opened that In-N-Out Burger back then. I, you never know. You never know. I maybe I would have just become the regional manager for In-N-Out, handling the Northwest. <laughs> so you've seen. So they have added to the menu. This doesn't have. They have a very notorious. You know how some fast food places have extensive menus. You can mm-hmm. get. I mean, In-N-Out Burger. Their menu is. Uh, purposefully very small. Part of what right? makes them it, great. Part of what makes them great, makes five guys great, is mastering a small menu. Yep. There's no chicken, right? It's just burgers. Right. Yeah. Mm. So they've added to the menu, Crowder. The first time in five years, this was news on every major news site. They have added cherry Coke and light pink lemonade. So they've had mm. the pink lemonade for a long time. They've had the light lemonade for a long time the uh cherry coke i mean that's that does involve either reformulating one of the soda fountain right. uh you know whatever you want to call the spigot there on the on the soda fountain or maybe even just expanding one of the soda fountains or maybe they've gotten new fountains in a lot of locations we need to know because more i i I, re- I remember uh zach krantz was texting us earlier today zach krantz and i were marveling i can't remember i guess it was in phoenix for a super bowl radio row a long while ago uh we went in and out and they had seven up on on tap there and we were like wow how many places nowadays but you see they move slowly when they add things if they're just a- adding cherry coke in 2020 it's almost 2024 um but interesting will they take away seven up plagans i don't know do they have it at all the locations is seven up at all of them this is uh another thing i mean i don't don't even look for that because i i look for two beverages when i go to in and out and it's either that light lemonade or it's the diet coke i don't really venture beyond that hmm Mm. No uh, Coke Zero? I'm guessing they don't have Coke Zero. I think they've only had Diet Coke at the locations I've been to. Starry. Didn't Starry take over for something? That took over for uh, Sierra Mist? Yes. Sierra Mist. Which is not in the Coke family. That's a Pepsi product? Starry ain't going to make it. They have – we were at the the Heat game, my son and I, last Saturday night, and there's a bunch of Starry – yeah. Um, you know, signage and whatever. And they, they have like the little, 
you know, walk up where you can scan it yourself and pay for it. And I said, do you want to get a starry? And he said, no, I'm good. And I, I felt the same way. I, I don't know if Starry is going to make it. They ain't going to make it. Their first yeah. their first celebrity endorser was Kiki Palmer. Well, Sierra Mist had a heck of a run. Did it? <laughs> it sure It sure. It did. was around for – it had, that had to have had a two-decade run. <laughs> Plagans, did you see the picture of Victor Wembanyama and Connor Bedard next to each I, other? I looked it up when you guys were talking about it because I hadn't seen it. It's startling, uh, right? You know, it's like I said, it's and Connor Bedard, he's he's five he's five ten. Uh and Victor Wembanyama's seven four. And uh, that's how the picture looked. Uh yeah. <laughs> he was significantly taller than Connor Bedard. Do hockey players though have notoriously larger groins than most? I heard that part of the discussion. I have uh, <laughs> that's information I don't have. Right. Could you check out? Could you could you maybe go down to the locker room, uh, either uh, home or away, and check that out? Uh, that's uh, I don't, that's gonna that's not on my uh, <laughs> list of things to do. Do you think <laughs> the Panthers would be willing to give me a credential to get to the bottom of this story, Blake? Right. Just as a like a groin correspondent. I'm not sure how that pitch would go over. Right. So who does he talk to? Adeline, maybe? <laughs> Sean Thornton. Probably have to go to PR. <laughs> Sean Thornton. And I want him to ask Sean. Pitch. Ask Sean. <laughs> uh, Doug Plagans will be on the call tonight, 560 WQAM. I'm going to be there tonight. My nieces are in town. We're going to enjoy a little Panthers hockey and sunrise. And like Plagans said, you've got tonight. And then you have Saturday. That's a 3 o'clock game, right, on Saturday? 3 o'clock on Saturday, yes. All right, a little fun little Saturday afternoon in Sunrise. So, uh, Plagans, you can listen to him on the call tonight, 7 p.m., puck drop from Sunrise, and the game will be right here on 560 WQAM. Thank you, as always, Plagans. Thank you for having me, guys. There you go. Well, you gave it a shot on the groins, Solana. Didn't, uh, didn't pan out the way you were looking for. Yeah. I mean, I thought groin correspondent would really be my calling, to be honest. Yeah. Doesn't look like it's going to get the nod of approval. Huh. What would be your be. your me, your measuring tactics? Like, how would you figure out this? I, I'd say you just eyeball it, right? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, could All really right, take a more hands-on approach. Hour yeah. is coming up. We'll, uh, we'll get the headlines from Solana. You're listening to the Hawk and Crowder Show. Crowder, speak oh. the gospel on hockey. Tell them. Made a puckin' boy. Hawk and Crowder. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.